Welcome to the Outdoors is My Therapy podcast, your resource that informs, inspires and empowers you to up-level your health and happiness by connecting you with the outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, founder of the Outdoors is My Therapy movement. I'm also a family-focused outdoors adventurer, a business owner and a mental health social worker. In this podcast, I share knowledge, strategies, tips and tricks to help you get outside into nature, strengthen your health and grow your sense of happiness and well-being. This is episode 11 of the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast. Today, we're talking about adventures and in particular, my belief that adventures are for everyone. Now, people have all sorts of reasons for not having adventures in their lives. Is there anything that's stopping you from leading a life of adventure? The most common things that I hear from people, the most common reasons I hear for not having adventures are, I'm too old, my adventuring days are long gone, or I'm not fit enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not coordinated enough, I don't have enough money, I'm in too much pain, I'm too scared to do adventurous things, I don't have time, I don't have the energy, it all looks too hard, I can't organise that, I can't do that, I can't leave my kids, my partner, my pets, I can't have time off work, my health won't allow it. Or, I don't know anyone else who would want to do it and I can't do it by myself. And, I'll just wait until I feel motivated. So I'm wondering, do you relate to any of those reasons for not having adventures? Or, do you know anyone who says any of those things? I think it's really important to acknowledge the obstacles that are in the way, but don't let excuses paralyse you. These are all legitimate issues that need to be acknowledged and we need to talk about them. But it's vital that you don't stop there with simply talking, which often turns into whinging and complaining. You see, the thing is that whinging can turn into excuses and excuses can turn into paralysis because you just can't see a way forward. Your thinking gets stuck in a rut which is really no fun, and then you go into a downward spiral. I know firsthand about using excuses for not having adventures because I've allowed some of my excuses to paralyse me. I might be a mental health social worker and it's my job to share information that improves your well-being, but I'm also a human and I know what it's like to be sick and in pain. I know what it's like to care for dependents who are sick or in pain. I've spent about 29 years of my life as a stay-at-home mum, prioritising my kids' needs above everything else, working part-time jobs and building a business around my kids as they grew up. So I know what it's like to be sleep deprived and have no energy and feel overwhelmed and feel scared. I've also often been geographically isolated from my friends. So I didn't really have anyone to go on adventures with and I didn't really want to do that by myself. Money and fitness and lack of skill have also been issues for me. And as I get older... 
I've also had some fleeting thoughts of, hmm, am I too old for this? Will I hurt myself? Does anyone else my age do this stuff? So I'm not anyone special when it comes to adventures. I don't have any superpowers and I don't have any magic fixes for the excuses or for the issues or for the problems that get in the way. But I have learned a lot about the link between mental health and an adventurous mindset. By learning to manage my obstacles, I've managed to step up into another world of excitement and confidence and hopefulness. And I'd really like to share my ideas with you so that you can do that too. But my way of managing my obstacles and excuses might not work for you exactly. After all, we're all a little bit different or a lot different. So you'll need to spend some time experimenting to see what works for you. The secret is to find ways to get past these obstacles. So you're probably going to need to think creatively about this. When you think about the problems in the same old way that you always have done, you're probably not going to get anywhere. I think a great place to start rethinking your ideas is having a look at exactly what an adventure is. Many people are surprised when I say that adventures don't have to be physically demanding. They don't have to be world record-breaking feats. Although that's what we generally think of when we hear the word adventure. Those sorts of adventures make for very dramatic headlines and there's nothing wrong with them. But there's much more to an adventurous life than that. So I think we need a new definition. I believe that an adventure is anything you do that challenges yourself in some way. It usually involves an element of risk and that risk could be a physical risk emotional risk or a social risk. And it also stretches you outside your comfort zone, either a little bit or a lot. And that's going to be different for everyone. So what's an adventure for me might not be for you. If it makes you feel nervous or excited and it's outside your comfort zone, then it's an adventure. How cool is that? You don't need to compare what you're doing with anyone else or with your younger self. So no matter what your age, your gender, no matter what time you have available, no matter what your responsibilities or your capabilities are in life, there's a suitable adventure that's waiting for you. Every single day is chock full of opportunities for you to choose your own adventure. We've established that adventures don't have to be crazy headlining stunts and that there are opportunities in our everyday lives to experience different sorts of adventures. So now it's time for you to discover some adventures that are just right for you, no matter what your circumstances or your situation is. Remember, we're looking for activities that stretch you a little bit outside of your comfort zone and that have an element of risk in them. So if you can, grab a notepad and a pen, and if it's safe for you to do so, otherwise check the show notes later on where you'll find a link to a free printable and a blog on this very topic. So you can catch up on this activity at a later date if that suits you best. Or just play along as you listen to me now. 
you can make a list of adventures in different categories so that it will be ready for you to come back to at any time in the future when you're looking for some inspiration. So the categories that I look at for adventures are social adventures, physical adventures, spiritual and cultural adventures, and mental adventures. So let's go through these categories one by one, and I'll give you some of my ideas to get you started, and you can add to them or change them in whatever way inspires you. So we're looking for an element of risk and stretching outside your comfort zone. What's an adventure to me might not be for you. What's an adventure for you might not be for me. Social adventures. Some ideas here for you to think about. Contact an old friend that you haven't had any contact with for ages. Join a club or a social group. Invite someone over for a cuppa. Go to a class and learn a new skill. Connect with an online group. Do some research on your family history. You can volunteer at an event or at a fundraiser. Organise an outing with friends. Be the leader and invite them along. Meet up with a friend at a cafe. Go to a conference or a community event. Go to a festival that you've never been to before. Organise a meet-up with your extended family, your friends or your colleagues. That could be a virtual meet-up or it could be a face-to-face meet-up. Or you could throw a party. These are all examples of social adventures. Some physical adventure ideas is learn a new sport or join a sporting or an exercise club or a group. Climb a mountain. Go on a multi-day hike. Have a go at whitewater rafting. Enter a race of some kind or participate in a charity walk. Go exploring a national park or take up a new hobby. Some spiritual and cultural adventures could be going to a meditation class, taking up a mindfulness practice, a daily mindfulness practice, visiting a new place that you haven't been to before, or travelling to a place that speaks another language. Eat at a restaurant that serves food that you're not familiar with. Prepare a meal using ingredients that you don't usually use. You could plant a garden and nurture it. Visit a place of worship that you're not familiar with or help out with a charity. And some ideas for some mental adventures. Joining a chess club or a card club. Make or create something new or from repurposed materials. Teach yourself a new skill. It could be craft like crochet, painting, It could be whittling, programming, video editing, you name it, the sky's the limit. Experiment to create your own recipes or design ideas. You could set up an online business. You could take a class or sign up to a course. You could take up a new hobby that uses your brain in new ways that you haven't used in many years. You could also become a mentor for a new worker. And You could write a book or start a blog. So the take-home message from today's episode is that there are many, many benefits for your mental health for living a life of adventure. 
But those adventures don't have to be really big and really scary. You can find adventures in your ordinary everyday life. As long as there's an element of risk and you're stretching outside your comfort zone. So those could be social adventures, physical adventures, adventures into the spiritual or cultural realm, and mental adventures. So I'd love to know what you include on your lists of adventures, and maybe you'd create different categories than what I have. Send me a message and let me know. But for now, it's time for you to get started, to be your own boss and take the actions that you need to sprinkle an adventure or two into your life today.